Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Military families are not like your traditional family. They are strong, brave, resilient, and some of the most incredible people I know. My name is Gracie, a U.S. Army brat, and I am your host. I am honored to be able to give military family members like myself a place for them to share their stories and experiences in the military life. Stay tuned for this week's guest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Today, I'm here with Megan, who is a military spouse. So, Megan, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I am doing well today. Awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about what it's like for you, you know, being part of a military family. Yeah. So we, my husband's in the Air Force um, and we just went over the 14 year mark that he's been in. And we have only been stationed at three different bases and we're about to be moving to a a new base here in the next few months. Um, So we haven't had the maybe the same move around as some spouses have had. We've been at the bases for like five to six years, which I think is abnormal in some of the military world. Um, But it has given us lots of opportunities to meet people we would have never met before, learn, you know, how to depend on each other versus depending on family or friends that are around. It's been it's been a journey, <laughs> but I am blessed and thankful to have been a part of it. Yeah. And, you know, it's very unique that you've been able to be stationed at the same bases for such a long period of time. But mm-hmm. it's also, you know, it makes for a better experience in some aspects because you're able to be there longer and able to enjoy the areas that you're in. And, you know, you see the rotation of families coming in and mm-hmm. out. Um, but you're kind of that stable, you know, in a sense, yeah. family where you're right. able to help transition those families in and out. Yeah. Yeah. What is it like, you know, moving around, but also trying to hold like, you know, a career down and, you know, mm. hold a stable lifestyle yourself? I have been really blessed that my husband um, has uh, provided in a way that I can stay home with our kids. I have three kids. My oldest is nine. And when she was born, he has allowed me to be at home. So I've we've had the flexibility of just his job is like what is holding us in a place. You know, his schedule is what it what goes. I recently, um, two years ago, opened up a bookkeeping business from home. So it's a career that I've started and been able to I could take it with me anywhere we go because I'm doing it from home and it doesn't put me in one location or tie me down to a certain schedule. We can still kind of live based off of what his his schedule is. Right. Because it's so unpredictable. Mm -hmm. You know, even though you've had longer duty stations, you never know when orders are going to come, when you're going to be moving. So being able to have that flexibility, not only in your family life, but also in Mm -hmm. your career is so important. Right. And he is in a career where he has been TDY a lot. So I, you know, like hold it down the fort most of the time and um, with three kids and no family really around, you just kind of have to adapt and go with, go with what you got. Yeah. (laughs) Make the schedule work as much as you can. Right. Because you're the one who has to make sure the kids get to all the locations they need Mm -hmm. to to get to and, you know, meals are cooked and the house is taken care of and, you know, everything else that has to be done. Um, And so being able to have 
whatever flexibility you need is so important and then extremely important within the military family. Right. I get, I feel like I get asked a lot, like, well, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't really have a choice. Like, yeah, kids need me. So I'm going to help take care of the kids. My husband's gone. I can't just not take care of the kids in the house. You know, you just, you learn to adapt. You learn to go with the flow and take care, figure out what the priorities are, tackle those priorities and then go from there. Yeah. And if you don't, have that mindset of, well, it's got to get done. Like there's no other way Then it makes it challenging to go through that lifestyle and to make sure everything gets done. Um, You, you have to do it. You just have to, to, there's no other option. I'm like, do we have a choice? What, what choice is there? (laughs) You, you, you do it. You just got to figure it out and get it done. Yeah. So many people look at military families and don't understand how, you know, in a sense, magic happens because mm-hmm. there's so many moving parts and mm-hmm. so many civilian families will say, well, we're barely, you know, making by and we're struggling with both parents or both, you know, husband and wife being here and getting yeah. everything done. But military families do it with, you know, with kids, with pets, with, mm-hmm. you know, everything and just one one parent in the home most of the time. Right. And usually without the support of any family close. So you, you lean on your community, your other military spouses that um, understand what you're going through and are usually really willing to step in and help and fill those spaces when needed. Yeah. Because you are all in the same boat. You're all going through the same things. A parent is in and out. Your spouse is deploying and coming back and doing TDYs and everything else you're moving every few years and yeah. you understand what everyone's going through yeah exactly yeah you're able to to rely on them and lean on them mm-hmm. so well when you don't have family close by they kind of like become your chosen family you know like these are people that i can depend on people that i can count on and hopefully they're close enough by that you have access to them as on like emergency basis or whatever. Right. Yeah. We always say you have your your family and then you have your military family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a good extent, the military family is just so important and so understanding when you're living that lifestyle. Yeah. It's, it's a family you didn't know you needed until, you know, like there's families we have connected with and met that we have would have never met or connected with if we didn't do this military lifestyle. So as hard as the lifestyle is, I am really thankful for the relationships that we have been able to create in the time that we've been in. Right. Because you never know when like an emergency is going to come up and your family may be like on the opposite side of the world, on the opposite side of the country, states away where you can't just drive or fly over the second, you know, an emergency happens. And so- Uh, so many people say they get to a new base and it's like, all right, well, your first friend is your emergency contact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I put you down as my emergency contact? <laughs> yeah. I, I know you, I have my phone, your phone number. Can you just be my emergency contact? Right. Because those are the people that you, you rely on to just mm-hmm. live and, you know, they become your friends, your family, your siblings, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. just grow that close relationship with them. Right. Yeah. What is it like, 
you know, not only just moving around and trying to live this military lifestyle, but also doing it with kids? Um, so my kids are nine, five, and two. Um, this last move was the first one that my youngest two were a part of. Um, but it's kind of the first move that we've done where they've all kind of realized, you know, we're in a new environment. My oldest, obviously, she was six or seven, I think, when we moved. So she had already created some friends and got into school. Um, but she was excited to get here and start here. We made some good friends right when we moved in, some awesome neighbors next door. And then they got orders and they left like six months after we got here. And my oldest was just heartbroken because she was so close and bonded with them. They opened, welcomed us with open arms and just like, it was really nice to have them next door. And of course, military life changes that. And then you have to move and adjust. So we do have a move coming up in the next couple of months. And I think this one is going to be a little bit maybe a little harder for my older ones to understand, even my youngest, because she's has a little friends, but she won't remember much as we move forward. Um, I thankfully, unthankfully, one of my daughter's good friends is also moving. So it's kind of like we're both moving at the same time. So she won't feel as much like I'm leaving her behind. It's like we're both moving on to something new. Um, But I think my oldest, just because she's nine and she has a little bit more Um, She's made more friends. She's been in school already. I think she'll have that initial adjustment. But I think once we get down there and get settled and have um, a new community, she'll adapt and be excited for the new adventure. Yeah, that age is hard. That was my first. That was I was nine when I did my first move. And it was definitely hard, you know, like leaving what you're used to at at any age. It's hard to to leave what you're used to even as an adult. Yeah. And it's, you know, just hard to like have, feel like you have a safe place, feel like you have friends and to leave that and now have to create a new safe place and make new friends. Um, She's really social. So I don't, I don't think she'll have any problems, but it will be an adjustment that all of us are going to have to go through adapting to a new environment and new community. Yeah. And that's, that's where I think the military family comes in to play largely because you don't like your neighbors they welcome you with open arms and you know mm-hmm. it's like you've been there the entire time you know everyone you know you have to put yourself out there and for some people yeah. that's more uncomfortable for than for others mm-hmm. and so being able to put yourself out there and being able to make those friends and you know welcoming other people as they come in and out is so important yeah for sure yeah what kind of challenges have you experienced as a military spouse? Um, the first one that comes to mind is when we travel home to see family or my husband's family and my family are like 30 minutes apart. Um, it's, it's not a vacation to go home. It's a, we are busy the whole time trying to yeah. see everybody that we can running around and just trying trying to fill the gap as much as we can with the time that we have when we do visit. So that is a challenging piece to um, move away, want to see family. But then when you see family, it's not always as relaxing as you would hope it would be as a vacation. Um, And then just as of lately, my husband's schedule, he's been gone more at this base. So the challenge of him not being around as much and longer work days has kind of started to wear on the family. 
Um, and so just hoping in this next chapter that we're about to be stepping into that he will be around more and be able to, you know, have a little bit more of a, uh, schedule that is flexible for family time too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No matter like what, uh, you know, time frame of life you're stepping into there, there's so many challenges that come with it, but there's so many positives that, you look at and you're trying to figure out, you know, where you're going, what's happening, what's coming next. But, you mm-hmm. know, like you said, you look and you say, well, hopefully we'll be able to spend more time as a family, you know, in this coming chapter, because that's important, you know, yeah. having kids, growing your family life and, you know, just having that family bonding time as well. Right. The kids are only this age for so long. and um I would like us to be able to make memories and um, not that we can't make memories otherwise, but just having the family dynamic around a little bit more versus um, doing a lot more solo parenting. Right. Cause that's a whole different world and it's important, you know, for the kids to understand that, you know, yes, dad has a job, but dad is still dad and dad is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being with the family as much as possible as well. Yeah. 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 And every day is a different struggle and a different challenge and you never know what's going to happen. No, the military says what the military says is what goes. (laughs) You don't have. Yeah. And then you just hurry up. You just hurry up and wait for their next decision. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because if you don't, if you don't do that and if you don't have that mindset, then you know, that's when it becomes even more of a struggle. Because if you don't understand that, you know, what the military says is what goes that you have to hurry up and wait for, you know, everything to come up. And that's like the weirdest saying ever, but it's so true. And I swear, if you're not part of a military family, then you don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. What are, you know, flipping the script, but what are some of the highlights that you've experienced? Um, kind of like what I mentioned on earlier about just making relationships with people that we would have never connected with being it, we have only lived in the United States, so we haven't lived overseas at any time, but just being able to live in different states that we would have never experienced if we hadn't, um, joined the military, um, and also being able to take advantage of the VA loan to be able to purchase houses, houses and, um, the benefit, uh, that, that has provided for our family. Um, So yeah, those are kind of some of the highlights, being able to live in different places and just the benefits that they don't always talk about that are available for military families um, to be able to be used. Yeah, there are so many different, you know, you think benefits of a military family. And if you're, you know, not part of it, you kind of just tend to think of like health insurance, you know, being able to Mm -hmm. live on base, you know, doing all of these these things that you see from the outside, but you don't think of all of these like little things, like you mentioned, the the loans and things like that. Um, yeah. but also, you know, just the resources that you have are incredible. Mm-hmm. Right. So many resources, so many more resources than you even like are aware of that there are, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, there's so many resources. If you get in contact with the right person who knows the resources, you'll be mind blown of what is available. Yeah. And just, you know, 
putting yourself out there, getting on Instagram or Facebook and connecting mm-hmm. within the military mm-hmm. community. There are so many different people. I literally scroll through Instagram every day and find you know new accounts where just spouses and family members are encouraging each other and you know service members mm-hmm. and veterans are out there, you know, making a difference, seeing where uh, they could provide a resource that is much needed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not not keeping that resource that they found to themselves, but teaching it and passing it down. Yeah, because that's that's really what matters is, you know, not keeping it to yourself, but sharing it mm-hmm. with the rest. Because if you're struggling with something and you see that there's a need and you find a resource that can fill it, more than likely there are many other families out there experiencing the same thing that could benefit from what you're finding. Exactly. Yeah. And where can, you know, followers connect with you and how can followers and listeners to the podcast get involved with what you're doing? Sure. So the best place to find me is on Instagram and my IG handle is numbers underscore by underscore Megan. Or if you hashtag numbers by Megan anywhere, you'll probably find me. Um, But I'm most active on Instagram. Or you can take a look at my website, which is www.numbersbymegan.com. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, what ways are you helping to impact the military community? Um, Just being being able to pass down what I've learned. Being able to be um, a, not necessarily a leader, but somebody that people can look to and say, She's been through it. She understands. I feel comfortable to ask her questions about the military life. Yeah. Because passing, so Im- passing down the knowledge and just being a friend. Yeah. It's important to have those people in your life who, you know, type, typically are strangers, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. you find that piece of comfort within it of being able to reach out to them and say, hey, like, I'm struggling this. You know, how, like, what yeah. what advice do you have? What tips do you have? Or, you know, like, I, like we talked about earlier with the resources and, you know, being able to fill that. And you never know where you're going to make friends along the way. Yeah. Once, since I've started my business, it's been really fun to be able to connect with other military spouses who either have businesses or we're just connecting as spouses. And I would have never connected with them if I didn't start my business, you know? So it's one of those things where you have to start something and then you'll get connected with people that you'll never know you could have connected with in, before. Um, so definitely a really, it's fun to just, you know, hear other military spouses stories and see how we can encourage each other. Right. And you never know down the road, you know, where your paths are going to cross. You could be at the same duty Mm -hmm. station and, you Mm -hmm. know, then it's nice to have someone who's been there for a while and can kind of give you a little tour around because it's hard to Mm -hmm. get accustomed to a new area, especially dealing with different regions of the country and, you know, even potentially across the world. Right. Yeah. It's, it's nice to have, even if it's a friend of a friend, Yes. Or a friend of an acquaintance or something to have that one contact that is at that location and that can give you some direction is huge. Right. And that could literally be your first emergency contact, too. So, yep. yep. <laughs> Definitely. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so the the last thing I always like to ask is what piece of advice mm-hmm. would you give to another military spouse? Oh, I you don't know <laughs> what's going to come, so just be ready for every day to be a different journey. Um is as much as I'm looking forward to like stability and some roots, um military life doesn't always provide that along the way, so just being flexible and um adapting when needed um there's a lot of hurry up and waiting there's a lot of times where your spouse will be voluntold to do things that you had already had planned and then now they're being voluntold to be at this event to help um so the best thing is just stay flexible be adaptive and be supportive yeah cuz that's when if you're not flexible and you know you are the complete opposite of all of the the traits that you just mentioned. That's where it gets hard. That's where, you know, you yeah. experience the struggles and hardships, you know, by yourself and even in in your relationship, um, yep. you know, in, in your family life. So it's important yep. to, you know, just take each day as it comes and plan, mm-hmm. but plan for your plans to change. <laughs> and yep. um you know, having some sort of idea of what's going to happen is important, but mm-hmm. you're most know likely that not going to happen. Be changed yes. very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, thank you, Megan, so much for being on the podcast mm-hmm. and sharing your your story and journey of being a military spouse. Of course, I am so thankful that you asked me to join and be a part of your community. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Grease of a Military Child and Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like, follow, and comment. Also, be sure to check out Instagram and Facebook at Grace of a Military Child and Life for more awesome content. For information on the podcast, Military Child Bigs and Littles, GoAMCL blog, or other resources, visit www.goamcl.org. You can also email me at Gracie. That's G-R-A-C-I-E at G-O-A-M-C-L dot org with any questions or comments. To be a guest on the podcast, you can schedule it at www.goamcl.org forward slash schedule a podcast, all one word, or contact me via social media or email. Stay tuned for the next episode where another incredible story is shared.